0: Hi, listeners, and welcome to My Holland Update. I'm Marianne Manderfield, Public Information Coordinator for the City, and today our guest is City Manager Keith Van Beek. Welcome back, Keith.
1: It's good to be here, Marianne. Thanks for having me.
0: Sure. You've done a few of these now with us, and uh, this time as we turn a new year, 2021, and the city's getting ready to start the budget process for fiscal year 2022.
1: Correct. We are I'm sure the citizens aren't like wondering how that process is going so far, but guess what? It's already begun. We are we are in the midst of it. We are. Yeah. And
0: the fiscal year actually doesn't begin though until July 1. For 2022, but there's several steps to that process. So, what are some of those steps? Take us through those cadence of activities that happen for the budget process.
1: Yeah, thanks. I'm happy to, because I think we really have a good process here in Holland. Um, we have a new fiscal services director, Lynn McCammon, and she talked about with that when she's kind of getting settled in here in Holland. She said, you know, you really have a thorough kind of best practice process. So. I'm excited to talk about our budget process. So, you know, the cadence was a good wor- word that you used to describe it. We start with something that's called coffee with council. Mm-hmm. And that's just a process where very specifically one time a year we give an opportunity for citizens to come in and talk with council about things maybe that they think are Priorities or something that they really would like us to focus on in the upcoming
0: year. And this year was different, though, right? As COVID changed everything? It's changed everything, this absolutely. This one more <laughs> thing, right? <laughs> yeah,
1: so obviously the idea of having multiple people coming through in waves and talking with council members and shaking hands just didn't seem like a good idea right now. So what we did instead is we set up a email system. It was specifically coffee with council. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just an opportunity that Marianne, you and your team did a great job of advertising that. And we just asked for people to send their comments into council to replace that um, in-person process that we've used successfully for so many years. And we we will get back to that in-person process. We really enjoy Um, on a Saturday morning is really one of the most popular times to Mm -hmm. be at the Civic Center and and greet the citizens as they come in and talk to us.
0: Sure. And so what what do you do with those comments then when those come in?
1: Yeah, so what we did is we incorporate that and council got that in real time as they came in. Sure. But we also gathered those all together. And then when we had the retreat with council, which we call the advance. We're going to talk about that here in a moment I suspect. Then we had all of those comments grouped together for council to review also at that point.
0: Okay. And then the next thing that kind of ha- that does happen is the study session with council where the department directors give their updates, tell us a little bit about that.
1: Yeah, that's something that we've been tweaking over the last couple of years and again it was covid impacted this year. Sure typically we have council come in at one of our study sessions and what we do is we have the department heads come in and as succinctly as possible which takes usually four or five hours total is the departments come in and they say council we'd like to report to you what we've accomplished in this last year and some things that are still very active from our perspective. Mm-hmm. And then they're also able to look forward and say, here are some things that we think are issues or priorities or big projects that we have coming up in this next year. And I like to refer to that as kind of the the person on the front line update to council sure. um, of our experts, our employees that work every day in a wide variety of services, so that council can hear their perspective on some important things coming up in the city.
0: So then council can take those comments from Coffee with Council and listen to the priorities from the department directors, and then they, take, then they have their advance, as you referenced earlier.
1: Yeah, so you're getting a theme here, right? right. So we take different pieces of data and information, mm-hmm. the citizen information, we take the department information, Part of that department information also is we give we give council sheets and sheets and sheets of data download. Sure. How many inspections did we did do last year? How many traffic stops did we do last year? All of those types of information. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, this last year also we were able to do the results of our citizen survey. Okay, it's just just one more kind of citizen input. Right. And we download all of that to council so that they have that to really help them with good information and guide their discussions as they talk about priorities um, for us to set the budget for, as you said, fiscal year 2022.
0: And then they'll take some time now from when that advance just took place last weekend through April and put all of that together and then meet again in April formally for a to review the proposed budget correct
1: yeah so what happens then at the advance is council has the ability to go through all of that and we touch base also at that council advance we talk about kind of more broad it doesn't change all the time strategic elements of Mm -hmm. our strategic plan what our vision is what our mission is what our values of our organization um, what's our strength, weakness, opportunity, Mm -hmm. threat, SWOT analysis. And then council has a chance to kind of go around and talk about, okay, we've gotten all these sources of information. What do we think are really important things that we've either need to continue to work on or maybe that are new priorities for this next year? And that really becomes the direction then for me as city manager, Mm -hmm. and by extension, our entire leadership team of department heads to say okay now we've heard the priorities of the community and most importantly of council so let's put a budget together that responds to those priorities
0: so from that advance what were some of those top priorities that council identified
1: yeah it was really great because when they were done with their discussions and it was a great discussion mm-hmm. someone asked me like okay Keith like is there any clarification that you need or and I was able to say that none of their discussions on priorities were a surprise to us as a team Mm -hmm. the vast majority of them were continuations of things that have been priorities from prior years and really it's just continuing to do the work of progressing some of those items so a few examples, there was a lot of discussion about broadband. Okay. Um, and it's been a task force that's been working on that and progressing with that for a number of years already. Um, and I think council is just interested in, and we've already been working on, how do we ultimately bring that question for resolution as to do we want to make broadband if you would, a fourth public utility in the city or sure. not. Mm-hmm. And if citizens think they do want to do that, then we need to figure out how to pay for that. Right. So broadband was a, was a priority. Okay. There was a priority to continue to take a look at housing, um, not only at all price points, mm-hmm. and that en- encompasses also like our Waterfront Holland process right now that takes a look at development. But there's also a continued interest in progress that we're making on affordable housing. Sure. So yeah, there really weren't surprises from council, um, which I took as a good thing. Right. Because I think it's, it's while all of our priorities are not done yet, we continue to be moving forward on, on all fronts.
0: And so COVID has affected everything. Not just the format of the budget process, but how has it impacted or how might it impact the budget going forward?
1: And we're not exactly sure yet. Okay. Um, What we know from past experiences when there's been recessions or different economic challenges, Mm -hmm. whether it be locally, nationally, or worldwide, is that for our city revenues, we lag the rest of business in many ways. Okay. So we may not get the immediate impact of having some cuts in our revenue, mm-hmm. but it might take a year, two years, three years before we fully feel that impact. Okay. So we continue to monitor that very closely. We have quarterly updates with council where we're monitoring all of our revenues and our expenditures. Mm-hmm. But we're really looking at fiscal year 2022 as being a sparse budget, where we probably do are not expecting to have a lot of new initiatives or a lot of new money that we can spend. Sure. And obviously, we're looking very closely to see, even if we have some cuts in some of our revenues, where we really mm-hmm. need to watch every
0: last dollar very closely. And conser- being conservative with it.
1: Absolutely, you know what we we don't want to overreact. Sure, um, but yet we absolutely don't want to extend ourselves. Also, so we're watching that very closely. And I think, as we go through the next several months and we get different information pieces, and an example I would use is from the state their shared revenue that we get from the state from sales tax, for example. Mm-hmm. And we're monitoring that very closely to see, are we going to continue to get the amounts that we've gotten historically? Or are we going to see lower amounts flowing to us from the state in those areas?
0: And if citizens wanted to stay up kind of with this budget process, where can they continue to find information on that?
1: Yeah, so probably the the next thing that's going to happen is as we work through into May, um, We have a public hearing where Mm -hmm. we present and council has multiple sessions where they go through a multi-hundred page document and considers the various um, proposals that we bring forward. And there's a public hearing specifically at that point in
0: May. Okay.
1: Um, The first time that the public would be able to see that proposal would be early in April we present, um, we kick off the process, if you would, of reviewing that document with council. So there would be multiple meetings in April also where we're reviewing the proposed budget with council. And then that first meeting in May is when there's actually a public hearing for Mm -hmm. the citizens to make comment. Okay. And then council has to adopt that budget also early in May.
0: Okay and they can find all that information on the website at cityofholland.com. Yes, they can. And if they want to see the department videos, those are available on the city's YouTube page so they can check out all of those videos as well.
1: Yeah, and I would really encourage people to do it. I don't, you know, some people might say, "Wow, like I need something different to watch <laughs> um rather than streaming video of of the latest show." And it's really an interesting Um, And it will take a couple hours if you watch them all. Mm -hmm. But it's really an interesting inside glimpse of what our departments have been up to across the entire city. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think they're pretty entertaining, too. So I would love it if uh, we hear that citizens are watching those videos on YouTube.
0: Absolutely, because you're right. It gives some great insight to things that are happening that people may just not know about that may not be on the front lines or on the forefront of what's what's in the news per se Um, but again those are on the city's youtube page the department videos Um, they can stay up on the budget and those public hearings through the website and find out those dates what would you like the community to understand most about the city's budget and its process
1: what i would want citizens to know is that they have elected officials and they have staff that I think represents the community very well. And one of the things that we know about our community is that um, we make sure that the dollars that are entrusted to us are used um, as effectively as possible and efficiently as possible to really bring services and value back to our citizens. And that's something that I know at a staff level we take very seriously, and I know that Mm -hmm. your elected officials take that seriously too. So there's lots of information out there, and that's why I really love the video concept because Mm -hmm. then people can make a connection between what they're giving to the city in their tax dollars and Mm -hmm. what um, we're using
0: those tax dollars for. Keith, is there anything else you'd like people to know about the budget and the process?
1: Yeah, I think one additional thing is that I do not foresee any changes in our tax rate this upcoming year. For the three years that I've been here, council has been very adamant about they want to keep the tax rate where it is, no interest in increasing that tax rate, and I do not see any reason why... That's even going to be part of the discussion for this year or coming years. We believe that even though we have some pressures because of COVID, Mm -hmm. that we're going to be able to continue to provide the services at the current tax rates that we have.
0: Well, that's a very positive thing and a very positive uh, note to end all this on. So thank you.
1: Yeah, you know, there's a lot of communities, for example, that rely on an income a local city income tax rather than the property tax that we rely on. Mm-hmm. And what we know about the property tax is that is a more stable source of income. Um, so there's a lot of income tax communities out there that are in a totally different situation where they're having pretty massive cuts in their operations. Mm-hmm. okay. So this is certainly one of those times where I'm thankful that we don't have a city income tax.
0: Thank you, Keith. And until next time, this has been my Holland Update.